Um, this is what you need to save. If you do save this, um, you'll be able to maintain that standard of living um, and be good to go in retirement. Um, they're able to sit down, kind of breathe a sigh of relief and say, okay, um, I have a plan. If I stick to it, I'm going to be okay and I'm not going to have to work an excess amount of years. How do you want to retire? If it's with confidence, then you've come to the right place. Unlock your financial future with Ben and Caitlin Schrock, founders of BA Schrock Financial Group. I'm Ben Schrock. And I'm Dan Oakleaf. And today, Dan is back. After all the, the punishment we put him through last week, he's back to talk about 403Bs today. So, Dan, welcome back. Um, and today we are talking about how 403Bs are really underutilized today, especially when focusing in the, in the educator's world. So we're going to talk a little bit about teachers today um, and, and how the, the access to 403Bs are, are underutilized across the, our experience, at least, and, and in our opinion, how they're underutilized from, from a teaching standpoint. Um, but before we kind of jump into the topic today, Dan, can you kind of just give us a brief overview, a thousand foot overview, like what the heck is a 403B? Yeah, so 403B is an employer-sponsored retirement plan. Um, it's a supplemental plan that you can save um, outside of most people's pensions um, as a teacher. Um, very, works very similar to a 401k um, in the school. So um, it's a very nice option that's available to many schools. Um, it's usually about different providers, but um, it's a nice way to save outside of the pension. Awesome. So it's kind of like a, like you said, like a 401k, right? Like, yep. uh, uh, But typically, I mean... With normal 401ks, employers match, and uh, I mean, it's, it's pretty rare for uh, 403B to match, right, in, yeah, in today's day absolutely. and age. Okay, so it's pretty much just all teachers' own contributions. Yeah, because most teachers have their match go into their pension, so the That's employer right. matches their pension. This is what we call as their supplemental retirement plan. Okay, so um, I, I know you've you've spent a lot of time working with teachers, and and, it, and actually it's a it's a, a personal thing too because mm-hmm. your mom's a, a teacher, and and yep. you helped her retire. Now she's she's rehired and, and reworking uh, working again. So um, you've kind of helped her throughout that process. I know there's a little bit of that that personal attachment to you. So. So why, why do you feel like 403Bs are underutilized in, in, in educators today? And, and why do you feel like there's kind of just, is it not enough information out there? Is there, you know, if you had a giant megaphone, you could scream it across the, the town to get everyone's uh, uh, attention. What, what's going on? Why, why can't people um, seem to put their money into 403Bs? Yeah, so the way the pension used to work, um, specifically in Ohio, was is um, you get so much money from your pension that you didn't necessarily need a supplemental option, meaning um, when the pensions were really working, um, you were getting a very good amount of retirement, and you really need a supplement um, to that amount. Um, nowadays, with all the pension changes in Ohio, um, there's been a lot of switching with the amounts, how long you have to work, um, your years of service, your age. Um, so that's why they're becoming more and more prevalent and more and more important for people to save into. And there's also a lot of misnomers and misconceptions about 403B options. Um, a lot of teachers, when you go into a school, don't really know that it is even an option for them to save in. So um, w- one big problem was is the pension did make a big change and two um, just kind of the misconception that um, these plans are a little bit and a lot different than 401ks and uh, they're kind of mysterious in that regard gotcha so specifically speaking now um, with with the change in the pension system here in, in, within Ohio specifically so again if you're in a different state obviously you're gonna operate on different rules but uh, you were sharing with me uh, a story about a, a client of yours and she kind of got 
you know, caught up in the middle of that change. Right. Yep. And, mm-hmm. and it was banking on that pension and banking on the, the stability of that pension, but the laws change, you know, mm-hmm. rules change. They're, they're constantly changing across uh, all walks of life here in the U S. So mm-hmm. it's common for, for rules to change from a tax planning standpoint to a pension funding. So kind of walk me through that, that story, Dan, where, um, you had a client that, that kind of got, was a victim of that change. And, and what did you guys kind of do to, to help her? Yeah. So we had a client that we worked with. Uh, she was in her early fifties, um, had about eight more years left of retirement. Um, was very excited to get going and get ready to kind of go on the first stages of, um, getting ready to retire. Um, she had her pension. Um, she never saved outside of the pension. Um, her pension was very, very healthy until these big pension changes came in Ohio um, that essentially cut her pension by about 11%. Um, so the problem was um, she didn't really need the extra savings until the pension switch, and she never really knew um, in her district that a 403B was even an option. Um, so what we kind of sat down and guided her along the path was um, we laid out the specific options within her 403B account, um, how the 403B worked, what she could put into it, um, if she wanted to say pre-tax or after-tax, meaning a Roth, um, and what was the best case scenario for her to supplement her income in retirement. So um, she really had to figure out um, what she needed to save in the next eight to 10 years in order to essentially hit what she wanted to spend in retirement now. So so let me, let me take a step back here. Mm-hmm. So she was literally you know, working for another eight plus years potentially and thought, hey, I'm, I'm going to enjoy the high life. You know, my pension's guaranteed. I'm going to get this much money. And all of a sudden rules change. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden now, now she, she can't go as she originally thought. So uh, w- was she pretty helpless? Like what was that, that feeling like from her w- when you sat down with her during that, that change and, and how did you kind of uh, help that situation? Yeah, so for her, it wasn't her fault at all. When the pension makes a change, um, everybody in the pension system kind of has to go along with it. So um, it's nothing that she did wrong or any other teacher did wrong. It just kind of is what it is. Is When the pension does make changes, you kind of kind of adapt and abide by what their new rules and parameters are. So um, we see a lot of clients with the recent pension changes kind of scrambling as to um, what they originally thought they were going to be able to retire with um, as opposed to what now they actually have to look at and say, hey, what do I need to do? Um, from a saving standpoint, in order to live and maintain my um, kind of way of living I am right now as opposed to what I want to do within retirement. So it's been a big change. Um, there's no short of uh, questions being asked about what people need to do. Um, that's why we're here to help and kind of sit down and kind of hash out um, all the different options people do have um, to maintain that standard of living. And, and that's uh, ultimately a, a, a not an easy conversation, right, to sit, sit across the table from your client and say, hey, listen, you know, it, it, it's a woe is me type mm-hmm. feeling where I had not, I did nothing wrong, like you mentioned, Dan, but the rules changed. So now all of a sudden we have to do something about this. So can you walk me through specifically, like, what did you guys do? How did you figure out, okay, now you're going to be short 11%. Mm-hmm. So how do we figure this thing out, right? Like, like I can only imagine being the client in the client's mind thinking, all these changes are affecting me. This thing, I'm never going to retire. Like, how did you be that advocate for her in that situation to kind of put that plan in place so that she could you know, feel good again to say, I, I still can pull this thing off. 
Yeah, so what we did was we kind of constructed a financial plan for her specific situation to see, okay, how much income um, does she want in retirement? So what we did is we found that amount um, kind of based and kind of planned it in our financial planning software to see, hey, how much does Mrs. Client need to save in the next 8 to 10 years in order to hit that and be comfortable in retirement? Um, so what we kind of found out and what our plan kind of showed was she needed to save about $20,000 a year um, from now until when she retires in order to hit her standard of living. So um, the good news is, is we were able to kind of devise a plan and put that plan into work so she doesn't have to worry about um, kind of saving and say, hey, I am totally out for retirement. I cannot uh, maintain my standard of living. I have to work more years because that's the last thing you want to tell a client is when they come in, um, you have to work five, six more years as opposed to um, seven or eight they originally attended on. So um, that's a situation we really like to avoid. Um, and in this scenario, um, with a little bit of planning and due diligence, we were able to do that. Awesome. Yeah. And sometimes that tough news isn't, isn't always hard, uh, fun to deliver, but um, you know, w with the software that we use and, and the technology that we have, we feel pretty confident that, you know, ultimately if we do this and stay on track and, and, and monitor this thing, we're going to be able to, to comfortably retire. And ultimately, you know, the, the client was w received it well and mm -hmm. said, okay, right. I, I can do this. And, and kind of gave her that, that extra boost of energy to, to get through this and, and, uh, get, get on the right track. Yeah, absolutely. But once we sit down and kind of show the client um, kind of on our blackboard to say, hey, um, this is what you need to save. If you do save this, um, you'll be able to maintain that standard of living um, and be good to go in retirement. Um, they're able to sit down, kind of breathe a sigh of relief and say, okay, um, I have a plan. If I stick to it, I'm going to be okay and I'm not going to have to work an excess amount of years. Um, it kind of takes a weight off their shoulders to where um, they can relax even though they weren't able to save um, outside of the pension for all those years, um, they're still able to um, be able to really maintain a standard of living in retirement because that's the whole thing people want to do is they don't want to take a cut in retirement. They want to be able to live to and through retirement comfortably. Right. And so, I mean, is it something that we can learn going forward that, you know, pensions change, mm -hmm. things change, rules change, folks. So, you know, starting a 403B isn't a bad thing. You know, it's never a bad thing to have an alternative source of income. In the last episode, we talked about taking a, a lump sum option out to control that piece. Because again, if, if, if you, you, there's changes presented and they can never come after that. So Dan, in this situation, you know, recommending that 403B is a natural fit. But if she would have started that you know, 20 years ago, if she would have known about that mm -hmm. or, or even had the accessibility to that, she might not have been in that problem, correct? Yeah, it's huge. We always say, um, let time work for you, not the other way around. Um, if she were to save when she started at 24, 25 years old, she would have had to put way less of her own money in in order to hit that standard. Um, that's what we always talk about is, is even if you're young, if putting a little bit of per pay to get used to it um, is something that um, you'd like to do, it would be very smart because you do have time on your side in that situation. Um, we always talk about compounding interest. It really does work when you have 20, 30 years to retire as opposed to 8 or 10. We always say, hey, we can find a way to make sure you hit what you need to hit in retirement. Sometimes, though, you're just going to have to put a lot of your own money in. And the way Ben and I look with both as a personal or a client standpoint, the less money we have to personally put in um, to get to our plan and to get to um, where we want to be, the better. So that's what we're, our kind of philosophy and what we maintain is, is, um, is to say, hey, the least amount of money you could put in your own to hit that standard, that's what we want to do. Great stuff. So... 
in essence, what, what it all boils down to and, and, and always coming full circle to our plan and, and, and our process, you know, really this one kind of hits the nail on the head for uh, nailing down how to get there. So a client in a situation where rules change on there, feeling kind of helpless with no plan, they have no way to get there. So we insert ourselves in that situation or insert us, our firm in that situation, and we're able to help that client figure out how to get there. You know, again, whether it's easy to tell them or it's stuff that they may or may not want to hear, we have to be the people there to tell them how to get there. Okay, we're not going to let you just try to figure it out on your own. We're going to help you step by step on how to get there. And in this situation, Dan, you laid out the roadmap for and and you, you spelled out specifically what she needs to do to get to that standard of living that she ultimately desires in retirement. And we're proud to say that she's on track and everything's rocking and rolling for her. So so we're happy for her. And, and, and really, that, that plan is, is coming to light here. Yeah, we always say our motto is plan in advance, not scramble in the future. Um, there's a real scenario where if she didn't save this extra amount of money when she was looking at 60 to retire, she would not have been able to retire. So that's our, um, our big importance that we like to hone in with um, some of our clients to say, hey, we like to plan in advance. You give yourself options as opposed to being handcuffed. So um, we want to make sure you guys are in control of your financial future, and we're here to help you along the way. Yeah, and if you have questions regarding your 403B options or even how to enroll in a 403B option you, and you want a, 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 a solution to that that type of situation similar to Dan's client, feel free to reach out to us here in our office at 330-473-1060 or you can go to our website at www.bashrock-com fg.com and you can schedule right on the website you can call us we can schedule a 30 minute phone call with us a virtual meeting or an in-person meeting here in our office downtown wadsworth Uh, we'd be happy to help you through that process and you have a lot of years of experience here in this office to help guide you along that way and dan we're looking forward to that next conversation again we're going to further this into kind of 403b phase two um, talking a little bit more about these types of products and and helping teachers specifically navigate through that uh, options and, and all those options that they have in front of them. Absolutely. Thanks, Ben. Investment advisory services offered through B.A. Schrock Wealth Management, Inc., a registered investment advisor. B.A. Schrock Wealth Management is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies using a variety of insurance and investment products. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to safety, security, or guaranteed lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investment products. Insurance and annuity product guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. BA Schrock Wealth Management is not permitted to offer and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any government agency. This podcast is a paid placement. This show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation.